Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated? This is America Unplugged. What is going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's doing well. It is America Unplugged. Uh, What's up? Uh, Things are getting crazier by the minute, right? Uh, Gaza is about to get destroyed by by all accounts, right? They're saying that they're going to roll up in there and they're just going to pummel the place, telling people to get out (laughs) where they're going to go. Right? It's like, get out, but they block uh, uh, the entrance to Egypt and all this other stuff. I mean, it's crazy what's going on, really. Um, cause it just, it just further serves to solidify my point. Who's getting hurt here? It's the people. It's the people that are getting hurt. The Palestinian people and the people of Israel. It was not cool. Right. In my opinion that, that, um, I mean, and that's, that's putting it lightly. What happened in, in that music festival, you know, and, and how many people like, that, that have nothing, there's no investment. They're not involved in any of this. They all ended up dead. Right. Uh, um, and it's certainly not cool to commit a, another war crime, which was which is a, what's about to go down in Palestine right now. Um, they are literally saying they are going to pummel the place, and no one, no one is coming up against it. No one is saying, "Hey, pump the brakes. Let's do something different." Right? Let's let's let's. Uh, uh, there was a rumor, and I saw it this morning. Uh, of a, of a, uh, somebody had posted a ceasefire thing. I saw a member of Congress. And they had to take it down because they didn't want anybody to think that they weren't 100% behind Israel. It's like, good Lord, what is going on here? You know, and and here's where we stand. It's going to be like shooting fish in a barrel. That's how it's been described over at, at Palestine. We were about to see a massacre, a massacre, you know, and um, you can try to justify this all you want. Um, either way. It is us. It is our brothers and sisters, you know, and and, um, people think that this conflict and and Tony, correct me if I'm wrong and I'm coming to you. Don Jeffries is here. The usual suspects. man. Um, People think that that this is all because of of what happened after World War Two, man. The history is deep. And I think it goes all the way back to uh, the Temple of Solomon, you know, the the Dome of the Rock and and the Temple Mount and. and the mosque that's there, that, this is all a religious thing. And, and this is why I don't like to talk about it, because quite frankly, the, the, the history is really deep. And it goes back to that. And believing that that uh, the Jews are the chosen people and should be there and, and, and ought to be there. And it is their right to be there. Um, and, and, the, and this is why we're in this situation uh, all, all these years. And uh, I mean, what, what happened after World War II certainly didn't help things. You know, um, and cre- creating the state of Israel over there and, and displacing a ton of people, right? Um, and what's been going on for the last 17 years in Palestine is not cool either. This, this is just adding fuel to the fire. Things are going to pop off. It was only a matter of time. This isn't a surprise, you know. And 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 another thing that I want to discuss really quickly is that uh, um, Egypt. There's a report that came out that Egypt warned Israel. They warned Israel that something was going down. They said it hasn't been confirmed yet. It's an alleged report. And I think I said here last week, and I think all of us said this to some capacity, to to some level, that Israel had to know that something was going down. And if we can can confirm uh, these warnings that they had, because they're comparing it to 9-11, then yeah, we can very well draw the correlation to 9-11 and the warnings that the U.S. government got you know, that um, that we were going to be attacked, right? And so the warnings that Israel got, that they were going to be attacked, and, and they're saying that Palestine, it was a, a, a Hamas, I'm sorry, was a, um, a surprise that they were able to pull off something that's never been pulled off before and nobody knew about it. I don't buy that. I don't buy it. 
I, I don't care what's said in the meat. This is something that I am not going to be changed on for a long time. I do not, I do not agree with it. And now seeing that report about Egypt, it just further solidifies my point, in my opinion. They knew about this. They had to fucking know about this. And they let it happen because they want this. They want a massacre. This is what they want to do. And then Hezbollah is about to get involved, depending on what goes down with Israel and Palestine. I mean, and, and, and the Gaza and Gaza right now. Uh, um, Iran is saying, hey, you know, we're, we're not involved yet, but uh, but watch the way you move pretty much. And and this doesn't look good. It's not a good situation. And there's no one, not Democrat, not Republican, not Trump, not freaking Biden that's standing up and saying, ceasefire, stop this. Stop this right now. Please, somebody. Everybody stands with Israel. What's up, Tony? Well, I'm wearing the Yankees ball cap that you bought me at Ground Zero, and I'm broadcasting from deep in the heart of Texas. So like a lot of our politicians, I have dual loyalties. I don't know if you noticed that, Billy. Uh, dual loyalties all the way around. Um, no, you know, there's there's a lot of history going yeah. into the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and really kicking off, you know, post-World War II. And I brought up last week on the show, you know, the the tactics used by the PLO and later adopted by Hamas and these other organizations were mirrored uh, and they were uh, looked at. And, and the example was made by the uh, Israeli militants back in the early 40s or, or mid 40s, that same tactics they used to blow up hotels with British soldiers and, and assassinations. And so it was terrorism that was used when when uh, is the Israeli government, uh, the uh, embryo that was in its uh, infancy. So we, we can look at that history. And, and of course, there's um, there's a, uh, again, you talk about an artificial nation. Uh, I think Israel has the right to exist. Uh, I think that it's a, it's not my country. Uh, I don't uh, I really don't have a dog in the fight. I care about people. I care that pe regular people from all walks of life get to live peacefully uh, and without terrorism, without without having their lives threatened, with having access to food and water and, and opportunity and not living in an open air prison. I think, right. you know, even Jimmy Carter came out years ago and was lambasted in most of the media for writing a book called uh, Israel uh, Peace, Not Apartheid. I don't know if anybody remembers that because um, Jimmy Carter, you know, at the end of the day is a man of peace and uh, he wasn't a very good president, but I think he has a decent heart and he's a Christian. So I think we confuse there, there's, you know, you talked about something too. There's, there's this rush to war. We have to, they have to do it now. There has to be this complete stamping out of everything that's in Gaza. They, you know, they, yesterday I read on my show, they had given the hospital there two hours to evacuate all patients. So can you, how can you even do that? How can you give two, how do you get two hours to take out intensive care and, and the natal wards and all these things that, that how, do, how could that is even possible? What, what lives are, what, you know, and the thing, the proportionality is also very striking. You know, because nobody's thinking rationally here. Terrorism and these uh, groups like Hamas, which the Israelis and the Americans backed to be uh, head of head of Gaza, they wanted that because I think this was the end game in some way. Um, they already had the plans drawn up. They already had they already had the plans to roll out to do this exact thing that they're doing now. Can we can we all agree on that? And there's so much of the media is in, in the usual suspects, if you will, of saying this is just like Pearl Harbor and 9-11. <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of like that, where people had warnings and uh, there was this st like stand down, uh, you know, mentality. Uh, you talked about Egypt. They called, to my understanding, the Egyptian intelligence called Netanyahu personally wow. to tell him about their findings and that something big was going to happen in Gaza. So. You know, have we reached a point where we can have an open, rational discussion on this without being labeled in some camp? Like, you know, if you if you don't stand with the the complete destruction of Gaza, are we now BLM, Billy? Am I sending memes out with paragliders on them saying I support people that slaughter uh, innocents at a rave? I mean, can I can I just have a can I ask a question anymore, or is that illegal? You know, because we have to. It, this is a. I told David Knight when I was on the show Thursday. This is a Goldilocks war, the Goldilocks war. Because see, Ukraine's too passe. Uh, Ukraine, it, it's too. It's too much of a division. 
you know, because you can look at that and say, well, Biden supports it and the left supports it. And, you know, he's and Zelensky's all over Hollywood. So the right doesn't really like it. But this is a war that everybody can get behind. You even talked about oh, we we're talking off air about the senator from New Jersey. You know, what did he he invoked it? What, three or four times that we stand Five with Israel times in a row? Right. So this this is what I'm talking this. The rush, the speed. Uh, this is what should give everybody pause. I mean, the. There's needs to be an investigation, and I, I don't even know why. It, it is really a tell that we're dragged into this so much. Like, we as Americans, why? Why is this part of our political landscape? Right. You know, if Paraguay was attacked, would we have, like, this much discussion? Like, no, it would be like a blurb and like, hey, look what those terrorists did. I mean, me, Don Jeffries and I could probably do it, and well, you included, but Don Jeffries and I could probably do a show for an hour on all of the different atrocities in the last 20 or 30 years that really didn't get picked up, but had a lot, you know, with body counts that are enormous all over the world because it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't designed and it didn't have all the key factors in it to get us all talking and put in and put into certain camps. And I think, you know, I'm talking about politically, this is one of those Goldilocks moments where you get this, when the establishment starts to agree, that war is the answer, then I think we, we should all have time to pause and reflect. I mean, and, uh, and, and also, you know, this, I mean, there's interest in there, right? The, the, the Israeli state was set up by Britain and by the United States because there were, there were a global uh, political interests there. And uh, they will always protect their interest in that region. And Israel is the vehicle to do that. Right? And that's why it's backed. I mean, this is just a fact. It's just the way it is. You know, um, and, uh, and that's why. Right. And, and it's, it's amazing to me. And Don says it all the time. He's like, there is no anti-war anymore. It, and I mean, it, it's, it's, it has not been more evident than now. Like, I mean, it's just go in there and kill them. They're literally saying this. Yes. They're calling them savage dogs. These are yep. savage animals, Hamas, and the Palestinians by default. These are because we're going to kill them, too, because it, they're using the Palestinian people as a shield is what they're saying. So we're going to go in there. We're going to flatten the place. Um, and, and there's nothing anyone can do about it. And that's it. And then the, everybody in the United States, we, we were talking about Lindsey Graham earlier. He's like, yeah, blow up the place. I'd blow it up. I, I'd send a bomb and just blow the whole place up. And then I ran to literally what he said. Like, how does a guy like that make it into government? And that's everyone <laughs> in government, you know, it's like, what, what are we doing wrong here? Like, I'm Jesus Christ, you know? Um, but nobody's like, Hey, chill. And it's and, and it's frowned upon when somebody steps up and says, hey, listen, let's try to set a ceasefire. Calm down. Let's try to go in there and work this out. No, 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 no. Israel needs to have their revenge. And then we could talk about a ceasefire, right? <laughs> After Israel goes in there and destroys the place. And then Hezbollah is going to attack, right? And they're going to turn to Hezbollah and be, oh, those, those terrorists. An unexpected attack on whomever, right? On Israel. Like, I mean, it's 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 just baffling to me what's going on. And and ultimately it's us, it's the people that gets get hurt, gets hurt here. The people of Palestine, the pe the people of Israel, the people of the United States, the people of the world. And and it's we're fighting their war. This doesn't this nothing to us. People want to leave live in peace. You think those people that were at that at that festival dancing, those kids. They, they want to have fun, man. They, 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 they don't want to freaking go to war. People don't want to do this crap. Whatever. What's up, Don? Well, I, I think if anybody had any uh, doubt about uh, <laughs> who, again, again we talk, like Chris Buckin is in the chat and he's, you know, how he's uh, always talking about his favorite subject. And he's obviously, uh, you know, like a lot of people are you know, <laughs> very interested now, but. You know, when you talk about, I get it all the time. People, the Jews run everything. Jews, And when you see the response to this, it's hard to argue with them because you see everybody where, where's the left, right? The paradigm, where, where's the left that the conservatives that are, and I I'm right with them. 
they're talking about the crazy transgender, you know, the, the stuff that has taken over our society, 57 genders and you know, men can give birth and all that. That all disappears when Israel's involved. Everyone is in lockstep. I mean, I heard some kind of milquetoast comments from AOC, Black Lives Matters, but, you know, it's, it's almost nothing. All the left is in lockstep. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. released really a sickening statement. Tulsi Gabbard, a sickening statement that we stand with Israel. And, uh, I, you know, this is, there's so many questions to ask. First of all, the, the music festival, uh, I post, I found a meme today that I posted on Facebook and, you know, <laughs> we'll let whoever, they'll let see it, but uh, that the, the location of that festival was mysteriously changed 48 hours before into a much less secure location. Wow. Why? Why did they do that? Uh, we built Israel up and we, not Israel, we talk about who built that. Israel didn't build it. I can guarantee you that we built it. Uh, we American taxpayers, we built Israel up into the fourth most powerful military in the world. They're the size of Rhode Island. And you're going to tell me that they couldn't see. I mean, the story is, as I understand it, according to Black Lives Matters, I don't know. The story is that they, they, these these deadly terrorists were, were hand gliding in. That's that's like the remember we saw the balloon over America from uh, uh, from China or what? I mean, is this the? I mean, is this a surreptitious way of doing? It? I mean, if you're gonna first of all, if you if you're a terrorist, I would imagine you have to use stealth and cunning. You have to go for the surprise. If you're floating, I mean, parasailing is not a you know it's, it's like a weather you know balloon like China. Uh, it's it's something's easy to notice. It's slow traveling. So how did this crack fourth most powerful military in the world not notice these people paragliding in? Now, we're, again, the, the music festival's changed. What pictures I've seen of this and videos I've seen of it, I saw one of there was supposedly a naked Israeli woman. She was not naked, first of all, and while they keep saying she was naked. But the picture I saw of her, she was contorted. Her, her right leg was contorted into an impossible position for a human being. I'm sorry. Just looking at it, that's what it's like the Lee Harvey Oswald's backyard photos on steroids. It, it makes no sense. So, you know, what what we have here is that, uh, you know, if, if I was uh, and, and just looking at all the other videos, I saw a bunch of, uh, I think, Arabs or if you go back in Hollywood and you see what the Indians used to do in Hollywood productions, they would jump around and woo, woo, woo and hit, hit, you know, stuff like that that I don't think they really did in real life. <laughs> that was so that was that's what served. Woo, 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 woo. OK, that's kind of what the terrorists do in these videos. They jump around, they're shouting things, and they're all jumping around. Why are they jumping around? I don't understand. No, I've never seen anybody else do that. And it's like, is this what they want us to believe they are? And once in a while, you'll hear an Allah get through there, you know, but that's been it. I don't know what the hell. So if I'm hiring a bunch of terrorists, I just, you know, okay, I, I some Arabic looking guys. You can call you can get Colin Kaepernick, you know, a lot of people that aren't Arabic that look that part. And uh, throw them in there and just have them jump around, just yell unintelligible stuff, throw an Allah in there once in a while. The videos I saw, I, I I don't know what the you know again what this attack is supposed to look like, but I saw uh, is there you know, any video of, of people uh, gliding into this. No, I, I don't know. I, I, but I mean, that's the, I mean, everybody has a cell phone. Everybody has cameras. Right. Now. You would think somebody people are gliding in, and be like, whoa, somebody's going to take a picture of it. Somebody's going to film it. You think and, the, and these right. crack Israel defense forces? We you know we're told they're bloodthirsty. They, you know they I mean they could have shot them down like skeet in the air, uh, but uh, somehow they got in. We're able to go and again slow response. Uh, you know very much like nine eleven, very much was. But uh, you know when you see, I just see I saw groups of soldiers. I guess you know pulling or groups of Arabs pulling like a lone person out of a car. I saw four or five videos of that. And they were different ones, but it was the same thing. So they were, I guess they were just running around and finding lone people in cars and stopping them pulling out of the car. And, and once they pulled them out of the car, they were already bloody for some right. reason. I don't know. So, I mean, there's so much, again, to question here, uh, especially with the response. When you have this kind of th event happen and the response is that we must do something, we stand with Israel. It's, you know, Why? You know, Jason, Jason Whitlock, who people heard me talk, I love him. He's a black guy that's the most courageous person on race and culture out there. And he also is courageous about a lot of things, 9-11, JFK and all that. Uh, he was very good in the first part of the week questioning this. They got to him because yesterday he had he had, he had somebody, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, uh, Mr. Goldberger or something. I don't know, somebody from the blaze that came there and lectured him. He said, we're going to hear the other side. And J Jason sat there and probably said two words during the entire show. They got to him. And uh, I haven't seen anybody else 
that's presented the, uh, you know, the other, because again, basically this is, I'm not saying, and Chris Buck and I would remind you in there, he said, there's like, there's that all the, no such thing as a good Israeli, whatever. Like that was the Morgenthau plan. I'm, you're, I'm sure you're familiar with that, Chris, that I've written about yes. where you had secretary of the treasury, uh, Robert Morgenthau and her FDR. He wanted, he said there was no such thing as a good German and he wanted to exterminate every German. Jesus. And you've had a guy in recent years that uh, published a book that was very well received and, and, and uh, you know, was on C-SPAN, all the places I can't get on, who blamed every single German, man, woman and child for the Holocaust. And all. They said they were all responsible. So, you know, you don't uh, you, you can't you can't paint with that brown brush. That's ridiculous because, right. as Billy pointed out, the, 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 the Israeli people like the Palestinians are caught in the middle of this. And I, I would point out that in Israel. There is way more diversity of thought on this issue than there is in America. I agree. There, there's lots more people in Israel, Israelis for peace, and so they're tired of it. Well, in America, they're apparently not. So, so it's really distressing to see uh, when you have the so-called right and people like Ben Shapiro, who I tried to challenge on Twitter. Of course, he's not going to ignore me, but people like that. Then I don't know if they're all dual citizens or not. Right. But if they are, they should, you know, they should, they should reveal that. And when, where does your loyalty lie? Because they're, they're trying to tell people like me and everybody else that we're Russian bots and we're Putin's minions. I have, I've never been to Russia. I would, I, I don't know a word of Russian. I have no loyalty to them at all. But when you're like the one Republican congressman that showed up in Congress yesterday with, uh, with his Israeli defense forces uniform, apparently he was an Israeli soldier. How did he get into our Congress? But then you could ask going back to the rabbi, Dov Zakheim or whatever his name was, that was uh, the second most powerful man in George uh, W. Bush's Defense Department. How does a rabbi get? He was a citizen of Israel and he's an, a high ranking official. Or you would just imagine if that was a citizen of Russia, that some, you know, some uh, President Don Jeffries type, you know, made a, a high ranking official. You think there'd be an investigation real quickly of that? There are dual loyalties here. And they're coming out everywhere. I don't see anybody talking sense in this. Maybe Ron Paul. This is not our problem. And I'm not coming out. I'm not suggesting for a second. I, I my position is, I don't say the PLO are right or that we we need to go and and uh, the Palestinians right. We that we need to go and fight on the side of the Palestinians. This is not our fight. It's not our. We created it. We need to pull the plug. Yeah. Israel. Israel has is. They talk about welfare in this country. Israel is a welfare state. We built it up. They exist on our money and our support. If we pulled the plug on them, it would be interesting to see what they'd say, what, what would happen if they didn't get any help from us anymore and all those angry Arabs uh, around them to, you know, it could maybe have a, a sort of a level playing field to fight. So it's, I, I, I think this is really distressing. I hope I, I think, but you look, look what happened. There were, and you had people like Dan Bongino. Yeah. You know, if you ever get attracted to these guys, cause they have some good rhetoric about Biden and ever just, just listen to him on this kind of nonsense. This guy was, he was almost in tears. It's a wonder he didn't have his Israeli defense forces uh, uniform as well, but he might as well have. And he was talking about, you know, you gotta, you gotta look, you gotta look behind, you gotta look over your shoulder no. all the time. I'm telling <laughs> you folks, it's coming here. Oh, it's God. coming here. Hezbollah, Hamas, ISIS. I mean, all these names. What the hell? What's the difference between Hezbollah and, and Hamas? What's the difference between Al-Qaeda, which Al Alex Jones back then, Alex Jones, by the way, is salivating over this as well as a pro-Israel guy. Uh, Al-CIA. What happened to that? What happened to ISIS, ISIL, the Taliban, the Muslim Brotherhood? Are they all the same thing? I mean, they just throw these and jihad. What the hell is, is this jihad when they're jumping up and down? And that's I guess that's a jihad. There's just not enough of them to do it. But what was yesterday was supposed to be, they had everybody panicked about a national day of jihad. Be on high alert. I, did anything happen anywhere? This is fear porn, the right that rightfully condemned the fear porn of the left about COVID. They're doing the exact same thing with this nonsense. I've heard about terrorism since the 1980s when they, they, you, you guys don't remember, but they, they had this thing for a while where Cubans, for some reason, terrorists were hijacking airplanes to go to Cuba. I don't know why, but that was that was the portrayal of terrorists at that time. They kind of stopped doing that for some reason. I don't know why. What happened to that? And then eventually they started building it up into the PLO and then ISIS and Al-Qaeda and all that. And by the way, I'll remind people again, Al-Qaeda, this is a, it roughly translates in their language. Al-Qaeda roughly translates into the toilet. What kind of proud, <laughs> macho group of people names their organization basically saying they're crap? I mean, what? why would you do this? So, again, people need to ask these questions. 
Nothing about this is legitimate, especially the response to it. Hopefully nothing will happen as nothing ever seems to happen, but uh, we need some perspective here and people need to draw back and say, you know, this, this is absolutely ridiculous. You wouldn't get, as I said, they would not get that upset if they bombed, if Hamas attacked a music festival in Des Moines, Iowa, you would not have congressmen saying we stand with Des Moines or you would not. People question it. And I, It'd be interesting to see. I hope for once I, I was hoping to stand with the squad and Black Lives Matters on this. Uh, they're the only ones that kind of offered up a little peeps, pipsqueak protest on it. But that's uh, absolutely ridiculous. I mean, people should this. This is it's America. It's our taxpayer. This is our country. We're citizens of America. It, it, we we deplore anything bad that happens in other countries. But this this incident is very suspect and people should be asking lots of questions. I, I agree, man. Um, it's it's. Uh... It's crazy. And, and no one wants to say anything, especially like somebody like your boy who, who you who you uh, tout often. I forget his name. Um, uh, the African-American gentleman that has a show. Um, oh, Jason Whitlock. Yeah. I, I mean, it, pe people don't want to get Kanye West here. Yeah. You know, Kanye West lost billion. I mean, he, he lost millions, hundreds of millions of dollars over this. I, Adidas did, too. And they just said something. So now everybody's like hands off. They don't want to talk about it. You know, they don't they don't you know, and, and that's that's the invisible muzzle that they put on people. Right. That they can't. I mean, and this is obvious to me. But but for some reason, uh, the, the government of the United States, everybody, everybody in it, almost without exception, can't seem to to understand what's going on here. This is very simple. What's going on in Palestine needs to stop. That doesn't justify what they did. But what's going on there needs to stop. They need to figure something out ASAP because otherwise what, what they've been doing clearly hasn't been working. They, uh, how do you, and then they talk about a peace accord, man. And they, and they keep talking <laughs> about the, the, the Abraham accord or whatever. Dude, where the hell was Palestine? They were nowhere to be found. They weren't at the table. And what did they do with yeah. Saudi Arabia and Israel? They were like, well, Israel's going to get a ton of money and Saudi Arabia is going to get some fighter jets. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how we're going to promote. How do you promote freaking peace down the barrel of a gun? Here's yep. some war machines. Now there's peace in the Middle East. Right. And, and if we just take, if we take this at face value, again, again and I, I'm not saying, I don't want to get Sandy hookish on this, but I, and some people not in the media or not in government, but in, on the alternative world are saying, again, why would you necessarily, why would you believe anything that, that is said, especially on a subject like this, when you yeah. can see the Lindsey Grahams of the world, you know, ramping up and, and getting all excited or running around, uh, you know, for war, because this is what they live for. When you see the response of it, you really question it. How many false flags do you need? So you question those gliders gliding in. You question the, why they move the, uh, the music festival to a, uh, a less secure area. You question why Israel didn't respond at all. Well, they're usually, you know, they're, they're usually so we, we hear from I, everything I hear is the Mossad. Oh, Mossad's a much more competent version of the CIA. Well, somehow they don't they don't know this time. But people need to question it because then it gets to the, how, how do we and you see again in uh, somebody I think it was John Bassigalon brought up in the chat room. Probably the last congressman who was really an enemy of Israel was James Traficant back when they had great Democrats. And he was a Democrat, former sheriff. And uh, they threw him out of Congress. They put him on trial and threw him out of Congress because I mean, he went to the point where he defended, uh, I'm sure Chris Buckhead will get excited about this, John Jamjanyuk, who was a Cleveland auto worker. So did Pat Buchanan. A Cleveland auto worker had lived, didn't even have a speeding ticket in America for decades. And they went when they, the worst thing about Jimmy Carter's administration, he, basically he was better than a lot of them because he didn't do that much damage. And I, I kind of agree with him, Tony, about that. But he created the Office of Special Investigations. Again, pressure from the Israeli APAC, the Jewish lobby in America, to try to track down aging, supposedly aging Nazi war criminals. So they found a bunch of kids who had been teenagers back then. And had to, most of them were from Croatia or Serbia. And they, had, they were caught in between the Nazis and the Soviets. And they had to pick the lesser of two evils. And the sad fact is almost all of them picked the Nazis. That's yeah. what it is. And so they became Nazis. And so John Demjanuk was a teenager and they tried to claim he was Ivan the Terrible, one of these Hollywood names they made up for him. He was a teenager and uh, they ruined his life. And he, when he, when they, he went to Israel on trial and the Israeli Supreme Court actually overturned it. So again, he had a, he had a better chance at justice in Israel than he had here from the way American Jews dominate uh, 
this stuff. But that the Jim Traffigant what got up on the floor. You would never see anybody in Congress do that now and defended that. Uh, def- I mean, defended Jim John Newkin said, this is an outrage. This is uh, deplorable. You know, and they were tracking down other aging people as well. It's a forgotten subject. I've written about it. But um, and Jim Danuka, you know, was also very critical of Israel, as was Pat Buchanan. So you had a couple of voices back then. I don't know where they are now. I don't. I saw Roger Waters uh, from Pink Floyd, and it was it was a little milk tokus for me. I mean, it wasn't. You know, it, it didn't. Uh, it was okay, but uh, and I don't. You know, AOCs is you know again kind of wishy washy. I don't see anybody condemning this and saying not one. I mean, why don't they say something like one? Not one American drop of blood should be shed for Israel or any other country. This is not our fight. What what have the Palestinians ever done to America? And the Iranians, again, I ta- I have a connection to Iran. My brother-in-law is Iranian. I've met lots of Iranians. My sister could tell you, she lived there for years. It's 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 it's, it's a country that's a threat to no one. There's I mean they they couldn't do any and I I asked on Twitter, what does it mean? They keep throwing this statement out. Iran's a state sponsor of terrorism. What, what is that? How how do you become a state sponsor of terrorism? What what did they? They're a poor country, so they have enough money that they that they can can finance them in some way. They have a mili- They have enough of a military. I and mean, what's Iran's military? Is it like remember we were told Iraq's military was incredible and the mother of all battles and everything? We rolled over them like you know Mike Tyson over a teenager of a, a, a kindergartner. But so they, they build these things up. Iran is not a threat to anybody. They become the number one boogeyman and they keep throwing like, oh, what if Iran gets involved? What Iran, I don't think, has ever invaded any other country. And uh, but uh, how many countries have we invaded just in the last you know, 15, 20 years and are still occupying some of these countries? So we're just like we were concerned about them developing nuclear weapons. Who dropped the bomb on, on Hiroshima and Nagasaki? It wasn't Iran. And, uh, you know, JFK was, was was the last president to stand up to Israel. And behind the scenes, we know he was in a war of words with David Ben-Gurion, the president of Israel at the time, over they were starting to try and develop nuclear weapons. And JFK was dead set against that. He said, absolutely not. You are not going to do that. And, uh, you know, he met his end, you know, coincidentally or not, shortly thereafter that he was killed in Dilly Plaza. And that was the last time a president, Lyndon Johnson becomes president, you know, the USS Liberty. That was attacked by Israel and covered up for a long time. I didn't even know about it until probably the 80s when um, the spotlight, you know, now the American Free Press, where I write, they were the only ones who told the truth about it. And they, they interviewed the, the survivors and everything. Now it went more mainstream. But back then, they didn't talk about it for decades. This was our great ally that launched a sneak attack and killed. We were flying the American flag, too. There was no, they knew who it was. So there's, and then you have Jonathan Pollard, you know, that was stole the, secrets from us and so forth. And somebody said in the chat room, it's true. They've been caught, you know, selling American technology to uh, China. And you know, people like Rahm Emanuel and people like that. There's so many of these people that were former members of the Israeli Defense Forces or dual citizens of Israel. And I, I said today, nobody, I don't think anybody should be able to serve in public office, Congress or an administration, if they're a dual citizen. And th- believe me, they couldn't. Can you imagine a dual citizen of China or something? I mean, there's, but Israel, it's a special relationship. And, you know, you have to call it out at some point, even if nobody else in the public eye, I'm going to call it out from whatever little platform they give me. No secret societies, no secret oaths, right? Right, right. I mean, n- none, none. And and exactly. and you are a citizen of the United States of America, and that is all. Done. Yep. No, the hard stop. This is very easily done, right? I mean, we're talking about the, the migration and the immigration issue going on here. It's the same deal. Very simple, very simple. Do you do you belong to this country? <laughs> do you ha- do you have allegiance to a to a uh, another body, a, a, another country, or 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 a, a secret subversive society? Do you have allegiance to them? If you do, you do not qualify for this seat. Right, done. And then and and, and another thing I want to point out: some some people in the chat have been talking about my hands. I got bit by a dog this morning. Um, it happened this morning. I'm in a lot of pain. It hurts pretty bad. Um, not my dog. It was a different dog. Um, so um, in in Palestine, their um, water has been cut off. Their food has been cut off. And God knows what else. Who has the ability to do that? Who? I mean, how does Israel have the ability to cut off 
the food supply and the water supply, and that's what we talk about here in the alternative media all the time. If they control your food and they control your water, they control you. They control those people. And 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 America is is the biggest bully on the world stage. That's that's what America is. And it's not the people of America, not not Republican, not Democrat. Most of us are really good people. And most of us would get along with each other in spite of, of political beliefs. We have a lot to learn from one another. A lot, a lot of Americans are like that. It's the government, right, that, that, that's pushing this nonsense throughout the world. And what happens in, with a bully? When you bully somebody enough, they're going to retaliate. They're going to retaliate. And does that justify the, the, the retaliation? In the minds of some, maybe. I would say no. But they, you have to go to a grown-up, right? That's the, Well, don't you, you don't hit the guy. You go to a grown-up and you talk to the grown-up. Where's the grown-up? Where's the grown-up here in this situation? There is none. The United Nations doesn't even recognize Palestine. They're, on a, they're an observer country. I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> it's like, what the Well, that's hell? the worst part of this, too, is that they, they not only look over their land. And <clears throat> the problem goes back to the beginning of this, and no one wants to talk about that. Right. Yes, Israel has a right to exist. Everybody has a right to exist. Is, is, the people that are in Israel have a right to exist. All people have the right to exist. Right. But you have to question how this, and this is way different than we came over when Columbus came over and the other settlers came over. Uh, you know, people were exploring. There was no, people didn't know. They didn't know what the hell they were going to find there. They, they could have found little green men. They didn't know. Uh, and we still don't really know what happened between us and the Indians. I'll document a lot of atrocities that happened later, uh, you know, uh, against us with the Indians that were not reported. But I'm sure there was, you know, craziness going on on both sides. But there was lots of open land there. There wasn't, I, I don't think they took any part of, of, of land that uh, somebody had been on for centuries. In this case, we were in a modern era. They knew that these people had occupied that uh, that uh, area for centuries, and their idea was just to to implant at at the, again at, at the, the point of a sword, at the point of a nuclear sword, uh, <clears throat> this group uh, that was a religious rival to them, and they put them. They had to know what they were doing that they were creating havoc, putting these in the middle of the pit. They didn't. Uh, they didn't replace. And then not only that, they they now they still. I was reading something on the day. They still claim Palestine. What's the Palestinian? Palestine never existed. So they took these people land, and then they claimed you you're you're not even legitimate people. I mean, what is that? I mean, that's I don't think anybody's ever done that. Where it's bad enough, you lots of land has been stolen, but then you try to. We never America never tried to claim the American Indians, the Sioux and the Cherokee that they didn't exist. They tried to claim Palestine never existed, and so when they're, when they're, you know, naturally, you know, asking for, you know, hey, what about my land? They said, what do you mean your land? Go to Jordan, go to Arabs, go. But they, and I heard somebody say, but they won't have you. It's like, uh, oh, I guess you know, the Palestinians are the low class of the Arab world or something. But I don't know enough about it. But I just know is that at the beginning, there's no. I always go for the underdog, and when you look at this dispute between Israel. And the Palestinians, there's no question in my mind who the underdog is. I agree with you. Tony, you haven't said much. I want to I make sure I get you in here. Also, uh, check out for number six. He might be backstage at some point. I don't know. I sent him a link. And, and I don't have controls to that this week for some reason. So uh, just, just keep an eye on it. Anyway, go ahead, sir. Got it. Well, first of all, I want to say the commentary from Don Jeffries, that's the finest commentary on this situation you're going to find anywhere I, I can't, I don't think it could be rival. That's amazing. And I'm proud to be on this show with Don Jeffries. That's his insight and historical knowledge. I mean, how lucky are we? Uh, I'll start with that. But, you know, you, you, you take a step back. That's what I've been telling people I talked about on my show yesterday. Just geopolitically, this is language. Israel, like Don was saying, fourth strongest military in the world, had the a pristine air force. They never really have to even use it. Uh, we do most of that for them. And we fight all the nation states and create the chaos that keeps them stable. Chaos keeps Israel stable in the Middle East. And, you know, terrorism, I'm sorry, folks, Israel has 300 nuclear weapons. They're not listed, but they have them. They got the uranium and they developed them through uh, agents inside the United States government, as Don was saying, with the with John F. Kennedy was hit the roof about that because he didn't want nuclear proliferation. He wanted he wanted to stabilize, uh, you know, the arms race, and and Israel said no. So they developed their own nuclear weapons. They have a first-rate intelligence, Mossad. I mean, 
one of their people, I'm sure, was Jeffrey Epstein, <laughs> helping them, you know, create more leverage and power and control politicians and other things. They are first rate at just about everything else. Financially, I think Israeli companies own about 75% of the NASDAQ. So they're not poor, even though they get huge amounts of foreign aid and weapons and things from us. And you can go back and look at, we have a, I don't know if you, what you would call this special relationship. It seems like a very abusive one, as far as I'm concerned. We go back to, you know, what uh, Harry Truman recognizing them in 1948. And after that, the, Iran was driven into the, the arms of, of the Soviets because uh, it was a it was a wedge driven between us. And, uh, you know, you look at the USS Liberty uh, 1967, you look at the amount of weapons technology and other that's been sold to the Chinese that we gave the Israelis. There's all sorts of open questions there about, you know, these politicians that are just saying dual loyalty. Look at my I'm wearing my uniform and. And, and, and I think it's, isn't Secretary of State Blinken, is, doesn't he have dual citizenship? And we're gonna, I'm going to play a clip of him in a minute. Um, I, 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 the, clip, the clip we're going to play of the Secretary of State, is, I got sent to by, by a shout out to Mr. Anderson. I, I, I couldn't believe, I had to watch it three times. So we'll, we'll go in and check that out here in a minute. But let's just get real for a second. Terrorism is not going to destroy Israel. It can't be destroyed that way. That's, they're not on the brink of falling because of these eight... Whatever this is with Hamas, and it's terrible, and we condemn it, and those people should be, if you if you are a, a, a type of human being that will paraglide into, and I haven't seen the images, I know there's some, but, it, but you go into a, a rave and start kidnapping and killing civilians and beheading people and taking people out of their car, yeah, um, as a soldier, as a warrior, I want to get rid of these people. But, you know, th that, that's not a question. The question is, what are you actually looking at? And these are proxy wars. You've got Hamas. Hezbollah, all these other, Don mentioned ISIS, and we had to rename it ISIL, like we're renaming Coke for whatever reason. Yeah. And, you know, these are all backed by intelligence agencies or other nation states. So this is a, this is language that's built into what we're, because the real rival in the, in the theater of war, because it is, because it is a pageant, that's why it's called a theater, is a theater of war is it's Iran. Iran's been out there huge. It's a giant, massive uh, owner of, of, of natural resources and petroleum. It has a. It is definitely hostile to, to Israel. So was Iraq. Let's not forget. You know. Um, you know, Israel is not defenseless. In 1984, I believe, and Don could correct me. Iraq was getting a, a nuclear power plant online called Osiric, and Israel just flew a jet over aircraft over and blew it up. A sovereign nation state. You tell me that's not an act of war. Israel just blew it up, and they they run missions into Lebanon and to Syria, killing people all the time. You know, and, and, and how, what we lose two hundred two hundred soldiers in Lebanon too when Reagan was in office. Two hundred forty three, I believe. Two hundred forty three yeah, yeah. in, in yeah. Beirut. Yeah, and 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 Reagan couldn't believe it. He said, "There's an irrationality of, of Middle Eastern politics," and he got out. As a matter of fact, he said that was his greatest mistake was Lebanon, even getting in in the first place. With all those Marines killed, there's something. There's so much. You, know, you talk about Dan Bongino and some of these other guys, and they get so. Guys, I lived amongst terrorists and and the Fedayeen and Saddam loyalists and the Mujahideen. I, I mean, yeah, they took shots at me. I had th grenades thrown at me. I had all kinds. I had people try to kill me, and you know what? I shouldn't have been there. I shouldn't have been in there. I shouldn't have been where I was. That wasn't a, a righteous thing for me to be in that area, and I. You know, I, I took part in it, but I, I will I step back. I mean, if I was fighting for freedom, why aren't you free? You know, this yeah. stuff I have to live with. So when these people start talking about how they're afraid of Hamas and, and, and PLO and terrorists on every corner and they're getting you all jacked up, that's not how this works. Yeah, there are there are probably terror cells here. There's there's anti-American hate filled people everywhere. I mean, you just turn on the news. You can find, they're mostly in Congress. So you can find people that hate you and want to kill you everywhere. Right. Um, that's not a, that's not a state that you want to live in. And I'll tell you something. I'll quote a, a, a Zionist Jew who I've listened to for years and years. His name is Dennis Prager. He did Prager U. Yes. Yeah. And I he had this quote and I remembered it for, gosh, it's been close to 20 years now. He said, to do great evil, you must first see yourself as a victim. Yeah. That's from Dennis Prager. So you ought to be careful to see yourself as a victim. You will justify anything when you see yourself as a victim. That's what we have to be careful of. You know, yeah, you can do. I don't I don't know who makes this stuff up, guys. But when I see like BLM with the 
with a meme of the paraglider guy. And that's what they're, is that real or is, is, is that part of, I mean, I just, I keep thinking like uh, co-intel pro stuff. I'm like, this, did they just, I mean, they got some infiltrator guy over there like, hey, let's really put this on the fringe. Maybe they're, maybe they're done with BLM. Maybe they're just going to put it on the ash heap of history. So the left is like distancing itself and it doesn't have to put up with them anymore. So like, hey, put the paraglider meme out. I don't know. That seems so odd to me. And then you have, I mean, but, it, but most of the, of the left, right, there is no left, right paradigm here. Most of it's lockstep for Israel. It's a, it's a separate nation state. How bizarre would it be if this was 1943 or 44 and uh, one, all of a sudden a congressman shows up in his Soviet uniform because we're at that time we were with Uncle Joe Stalin fighting Hitler. I mean, come on, folks. This is weird, isn't it? And that's why I want people to take a step back. You don't have to be on either side. I stand with people to live in peace. Right. But right. don't think that these headlines are what they're meant for. These headlines are, this is setting the grand chessboard for another kinetic conflict between powerful nation states. Terrorism will be a sideshow again. This is just for effect. And another thing, man, I, I, that we need to take into account here is, is, is uh, the war on Islam, man. It, it just does not stop. It, it does not stop. And, and, and this is, in, in the alternative media, we have a lot of the war on Christians, which is a thing. But there's also a war on Islam. It's incredible, man. It's incredible. It's like we we need to mold. I don't know. I couldn't. I'm, I'm an American, right? I I couldn't live in Iran. It's it's a very different situation. But where do we? When do we stop respecting other people and their choices, man? Right. It's like when when would be cool. Would we be cool with uh, with Iran rolling in here and saying, "Yo, your your women are 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 scantily clad and and uh, <laughs> and you're eating pork." That needs to stop. <clears throat> That needs to stop right now. No, we wouldn't be cool with it. Let them, you know, we need to stay out of all of this stuff. Yep. It's too late now. I think it's too late, you know, and, and, um, this started way before, but, but I think right after world war two and, 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 and that's, that was the, the faulty foreign policy, the short sighted foreign policy of the United States. And it's the short sighted uh, foreign policy of the United States that has us in the issue at the border. All right. And, and and with so many of these situations around the world, it's reactionary, it's selfish, it's bullish and it's short sighted. And that's why we're here. So next time you you want to you want to pick at the migrants that are here. Let's look at the root cause of it. Let's think about that. And you see what's going on in the Middle East. Let's let's look at the root cause of it. And what role the United States government had to play in it. Plain and simple. Prove me wrong. It's it's just a thing, unfortunately. Now we have to really maybe we're we're about to see some type of like genocide level event. At least that's what they're making yeah. it out to be. You know, I, I I don't know. I just looked up some some stuff on my phone about paragliders and and they have footage of something. I mean, this looks very strange <laughs> to me. I, I I don't know if this is or not inside a dip. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> there's footage of something here, you know. Um, there's another one, the, the independent. Maybe I'll cue it up. Did they get it? Did they get it from the Pentagon camera? Is this <laughs> it was working this time. <laughs> <laughs> the little booth camera they set up over there, repurposed it. And and unfortunately, we have to think about uh, situations like uh, uh, the incubator story back in the day. Yes, uh, you know, unfortunate, and and that that's mainstream. That's admitted. So and and this is what builds the mind of a conspiracy theory. This is what promotes conspiracy yeah. theorists. And then they get they start saying, "Where do they come up with this nonsense?" Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and just, just I hate to, but this is about the babies thing, and it goes it, it goes back to World War One, when right. the, the dreaded Hun was banning babies with you know with bayonets, and then of course the 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 young teenage daughter of the Kuwaiti ambassador. Who tearfully talked about throwing babies out of incubators, and they found out she, hey, she's the daughter of the guy that's lobbying for war, yeah. rusting it involved. But in this case, nobody asked the question. I think they said 40 babies were beheaded. Of yeah. course, now we all, of course, and that's the why there's use. And of course, we're all appalled at that, but nobody asked, oh, what are the logistics here? How, do they get somehow get 40 babies all together in one place and behead them? Or did they go, did they go round around and find babies and specifically choose babies to behead? 
I mean, nobody asks the questions that would that you know, just react to the emotion. That doesn't make any sense. Why would they in, indiscriminately prove just for effect? We're gonna we're gonna go after babies, especially. And how did they get so many babies to do that before? Again, where's the Israeli? There's nobody. I mean, didn't the most of this happen at the rock festival? So were there 40 babies there? People took their babies to the festival. I mean, nobody questions it. That's the kind of stuff I question. I'm waiting for somebody else to do it. What are logistics here? You just throw the propaganda. Okay. What's the, what's the worst thing, you know, that, that we think of, well, they did something to babies. Okay. I mean, it's again, people just question. They're, they're bombing hospitals. You know, in uh, in um, in Hamas. I mean, in in uh, in Gaza. You know, and and that's again, it's it's the people. It's the people that that are suffering, and I, I feel really bad. And yeah, man, it, it it might come over here. And you know what? Another thing that that is is just just mm, infuriating is how these pieces of filth in government take the narrative and try to mold it to to, to propel their own political agendas, man. Hey, guys, both of you, correct me if I'm wrong, please. Okay, I, I, somebody in the chat, I don't remember in my 43 years of life, terrorists crossing over the border. The 9-11 hijackers were let in here. Yeah. Okay, that, I mean, just straight up, right? So where did that happen? Is it possible? Absolutely, it's possible. But really, do we need the terrorists to, to, to make the long trip and cross the border to get in here? I don't know if it works that way. And I'm sure the United States government is well aware of all the sleeper cells here and let them be. And we have yeah, evidence for that cells. already. Sleeper you know, but, 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 but they're, they're going along with it. Yeah. You know, that, I mean, Trump was the first one to come out. Oh, my God. And it's Biden's fault. You know? Yes. yes. Biden, well, they're, well they're, 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 the right is blaming Biden for being. Biden will show up in his damn Israeli uniform any day now. I guarantee yeah. you. Because like they're right. just like they, they attacked Obama as a Muslim. He killed more Muslims than any president ever. And they think he was a Muslim. It's like, right. you know, come on. This is the right. What do you they, they, they portray the Democrats as wimps? How many countries do they have to invade? What I mean, it's it's so stupid. It's just ah. No, no, you're right. You're right. And, and and Obama also deported more people than 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 Trump ever did. Yes, yes, he did. Yes. Yeah, he also he also said, I'm really good at killing people. Yeah, he's that's right. Yeah. He was. He was pretty good yeah, at it. He ordered the wedding mostly... parties and minors. Yeah, no, what was he... the name? You know, we talk about terrorists being let in. Many of the 9-11, they were guests of the U.S. Right. Defense Network, yeah. and they went to the Pentagon. I mean, uh, I know bin Laden did, but what was the... What was the guy's name that we droned? He was a guest of the Pentagon. Oh, oh yeah, Anwar, into like 2002. Uh, Anwar, 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 and then they and then they killed his 16 year old son. The next man, son, yeah, right, right. And, and and don't forget again the people you're talking about the Muslim president Barack Hussein Obama, and I'm convinced that middle name was made up just to make him appear that way. Barack Hussein Obama. That they, because it really doesn't go with the rest of it. But uh, you know, he 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 slaughtered a wedding party. A Muslim wedding party, and With if that's drama, not yeah. if that's not a crime, I can't think of too many greater crimes than that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, maybe it's not at the level of forty babies being beheaded, but a slaughtering a wedding party, and it's just kind of that nobody nobody mentions it. It's like you know yeah. that's your your boy that did that. You know the Muslim no guy. No you one. It's ridiculous. Right. Well, I mean, we talk about it here in the alternative, but that's about it. You know. Um. Uh. Maybe some far right pundits will bring it up and they're right to bring it up, you know, because he did that crap, you know, and, and they're all guilty of it. This is the thing and, and to stress. This this is not our issue. Right. It's them. They're doing this. <laughs> and and it's it's our issue to the point that we're letting them and we, and we need to stop it. But peacefully in a, in a peaceful manner. And this is very simple. This is very simple. Listen, ceasefire. Stop. Stop right freaking now. Let's work this out. Let's sit down. We're all adults, right? How can we not come to an agreement here? Because somebody wants to get over all the time. Okay. And someone needs to get screwed. And it's not going to be the United States. And it's certainly not going to be Israel. And that's it. That's why we're here. And people are going to die. And 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 there are already you know um, warnings here in New York about uh, the potential you know uh, terrorists that are here that are going to do whatever. Hey, they, they, 
Yeah, that, that can very well happen. Absolutely. All over. So, hey, like I think I said it last week. I'll say it again. Uh, pack your, your, your vitamin shelf. Uh, pack your, your medicine shelf. Uh, get some extra food. Get some water. I hope this stops. But it does not look good. And Hezbollah will get involved if something goes down. They will. They already said they would. But hopefully cooler heads prevail and they, and they fall back. Right? Because uh, uh, when, uh, when Tazam Salamani was shot, they didn't do anything. I think Trump said that, that Hezbollah was very smart. He said they're very smart. Um, he said that recently. Or when they were, the, 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 right, the left wing was trying to spin that because Trump said something about Netanyahu. Or they're and very they, fake. Right. One of the two. They tried to spin that like somehow Trump was against them. I'm like, no, 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 man. No, no. That's not, that's not the case here. Um, they, it, it's, it just doesn't look good. It, it's, not, it's not a good look. And right now we need to really pay attention and, and see what's going down there. A lot of people are going to die. A, a lot of people. And, and this is the year 2023. And we call ourselves civilized. This is not what civilized a civilized race does. We are a, 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 a race in degradation, a, a, a race in, in poor mental development and spiritual development. We, we are in an infantile stage. All of this stuff we see around us, we're like, oh, we marvel about it. This is bullcrap. Look what's going on. It's a, we, we, we have problems. We have issues. So please get ready. I don't like this situation at all. If it, the, the, the last thing, I mean, the, the best case scenario is nothing happens over there and you got a bunch of extra food. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> but but I, I don't like what's going on in the least bit. And, and, and this has potential. This, this is the, the dynamite stick. This is it. If everybody, you know, I mean, they've, they've been talking about World War III and an American Civil War and, all, and, and North Korea. I don't think that that had anything. You know, I was like, oh, no, no, but this right here, this can blow up. And there's a lot of alliances here. The United States gets involved and then Russia gets involved and China gets involved. All of everybody has interest in that place. This is not good. So get ready, everybody. Hopefully nothing happens. But George W. Bush, they did. They asked him. I saw it this morning before I got my hand mauled by a dog. <laughs> I saw George W. Bush was talking about they asked him what was going on. And he's like, um. I stand with Israel. Of course, you got to say that. Of course. I stand with Israel 100% and they have the right to defend themselves. Um, but this isn't going to be good. Uh, a lot of people are going to die. The optics of it are going to be good. And the American people are not going to be happy with it. It's going to get very ugly. Saw that this morning. It's George W. Bush saying it. I don't know. Man. Tone, what's up? And we're getting out of here soon. Go ahead. Well, I was thinking of... Uh channeling William Barrett Travis, who was in charge of the Alamo at 24 years old. He's about to die. And he wrote a letter and he said, uh, uh, greetings uh, to all friends, confusion to all enemies. God bless you. Now, as a guy who was about to die and uh, he knew it, he was about, about 5,000 regular Mexican soldiers and he had 187 men. So, you know, in that spirit of things, when we talk about rushing off the war and uh, the consequences of that, I would ask some very deep questions here as we're on the precipice of looks like something spilling over into something wider. You right. know, Trump praised Hezbollah. Hezbollah has been pretty quiet. There hasn't been much out of them. And you haven't seen all the other little networks and cells and all the, you know, the other accounts. They haven't they haven't really been that vocal. So it begs the question, apparently Hamas is powerful enough to do 2000 rockets into through the Iron Dome and launch these paragliders and do a massive sweep and attack on Israel. Certainly, and any rational person would conclude this, that they've thought through the end game. Where does it lead? Do they think that Israel would do nothing or is Israel doing exactly what they wanted them to Absolutely, do? brother. Wow. You know, are you are, so when we when you see these Twitter accounts and people on the media and, and Lindsey Graham saying, I gotta get over there and kill them all, you know, when he's jumping up and down, I gotta have it. Um, you gotta ask the question again, Kubono, who benefits? There's something odd with this. And I I wanna this can we play this clip, Billy, of uh, 
of Blinken. Hold on, let me let me pull this up. This 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 is when he talks about the comparison of 9/11. Uh, let me pull it up. This is this is next level. One second. Here we go. Pull this audio back. First, let me say this with regard to uh, to 9/11. Uh, if you look at this in proportion to the size of Israel's population, this is the equivalent of 10 9-11s. <laughs> how big and how devastating this attack has been. We get that. It's 10 9-11s. Terrorism, if this war... 10, 10 9-11s. Damn. Yeah. See, it's Tony this reminds me of Team America now. World Police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. No, man, no, no I said, is, is he a dual citizen too? I don't know. I, I, Tony Blinken's the one that plays in a rock band in his spare time, isn't he? I think. So he's a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, this isn't good, man. And 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 Lindsey Graham, yo, somebody has to vote that guy out of office, man. Or, or, I mean, put him in handcuffs, <laughs> man. I mean, who? If only they'd mind? count the votes. Holy <laughs> crap! If only, yeah. <laughs> who who in their right mind, bro? Like gets up on television, like yeah, bomb them. But like bomb the and, and we're talking about you. You talked about Ben Shapiro, and and these are people that have been spoiled here in the United States. They've never even dreamt of combat. They, they, they don't know a damn thing of what it even is. Oh. It is to be like to live in the streets or something. Like they don't know yeah. any of that. And that's yeah. why they desire stuff like this. And like, yeah, 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 go bomb them because they got nothing to do with it. They don't have skin in the game. Ain't nothing gonna happen to them. Yeah. So like, yeah, 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 go do that. Go do that. If they knew, if 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 for like Ben Shapiro, man, come on. If if there's anybody that should be taken off the air, it's like, oh, like oh, I mean, yeah. Christ. And I used to listen to Ben all the time. It's it's exactly what you, what you said, Don. You know, he he'll say some things to draw you in, and it's like, yeah. oh my God, did this guy. He's and, and he is. He's really smart, right? But it's like, oh, he's, he's got it together. He's 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 got so it together. Smart. He yeah. knows what he's talking about. And then you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What did he just say? <laughs> and and I mean, that's a hell of a question to pose to the guy. If if the United States went to war with Israel, who's who's uh whose side would you take? Yeah. Because ultimately, yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, the dude is just like you can't you can't say one bad thing about Israel because no. there's nothing bad to say. You know, it's it's crazy, and 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 Lindsey Graham t twice he said we should bomb um, uh, Gaza off the face of the earth, and then he said we should do it to Iran too, just cause, just cause, just cause. Just cause. Literally, he was asked yeah. if 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 it was an issue, like uh, if if the, if he needed proof, and he's like, no, I'd bomb him anyway. <laughs> What's up? It reminds me of the. There was a, a Confederate politician right as the South seceded. And uh, Shelby Foote talks about this in his, his narrative history of the Civil War. There was a, a guy who said that there would be no blood spilled. All the blood that will ever be spilled can be cleaned up by my handkerchief. This is before the war started. <laughs> <laughs> right. You on. know, um, the, there's so much arrogance and hubris built into this. I can't even imagine. You, you talk about no skin in the game. Uh, we call those people rimps. Hmm. I can't I can't do the acronym. It's a rear echelon MF. Do your do hmm. your uh, own research. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, what they yeah. are. The rims. Yeah. And um, yeah, they have this, this chick, the spirit of chicken hawk. Chicken hawks. Yeah. And uh, Ben Shapiro is that in spades. Yeah. And oh, people like yeah. him. And you, you talk about, look, you know, somebody that has seen war and gone through it like a Smedley Butler. Not like these politician generals now that like like they're calling the shots from a computer server room in Florida yeah. and they're not there. They can't smell it, see it, see the, the populace, see what it does. You know, talk about the, I mean, any baby dying, any child dying is worth our outrage. Right. And that includes Iraqi children. That includes Palestinian children. That that's all children. Can we agree on that? Like, when, yeah. and you've seen it up close on the damage that's been done. I, I see number, number six, six is, is coming in. Now. I, I'm going to have to run, guys, because they got to go. Yeah, I got to go. My dog is going go. crazy. Or so. Right. So, I got to uh, go, too. I'm, I'm in a lot of pain, man. Um, we we got to get out of here. 
Uh, you can bring six in so we can say goodbye, I guess. I mean, I don't want him to come yeah, in for nothing. bring him in. I'll put on, I'll get the music queued, Billy. You can do a shout out the chat or and do yeah, man, let's shout, shout out the chat real quick. Don, can you can you get at the chat real quick? I can't, yeah. See oh, you got Chris Graves, Jeannie Poole, Harlan Stonewall, a lot of people over here. Uh, Kian Ananta, Air Do, Stephanie Green, good to see you. I haven't seen you in a long time. Um, right. I, oh, of course, Vince Agnelli, LB seven seventy nine. Chris Buckin, who's uh, he's in his element today. Boy, I hope I, I hope I hope I made you happy. Liz the Iron Maiden, um, Susan Wall, Susan Wallhouse, Wallhow, yeah. uh, Freethinker fifty nine. Uh, there's a lot of people here, including people you don't. Uh, John Bassett alone. What's up, Johnny? Karen Carpenter. Beautiful. Uh, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of people. Good. good Good to see so many Great people. To see everybody, number six, say what's up to the people. We're getting out of here, man. We we'll have you we'll have you back next week. But say what's up to the people real quick. What's up, everybody? I'm number six from TNP. You can uh, find me at TNP Live every Friday on uh, Rumble Odyssey and X. But it's good to be here on America Unplugged for just a second with uh, some good people. And uh, Billy Ray, I hope you're feeling better soon, brother. I don't know what's going on this uh, month, but everybody, like our pets' heads are falling off like everybody's <laughs> wrecked this month man, Dude, man so. you got no idea bro but 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 thank you for, for six and tony tell the people where they can find you yeah my website is arterburn.news and the sponsor of this program proudly is wise wolf gold and silver check out the wolfpack program at wise wolf uh, gold you can get monthly subscriptions for precious metals uh you Beautiful. can start as low as 50 dollars. check it out helps the program Fantastic. A Syrian girl, Angus Mustang, is in the chat. Jason Barker, Real McCoy, what's going on? Jay Caravalla is in there. Uh, I saw salt. There's so many people. Junkyard, Plug junkyard, free world, too, up. free world, and free world, free world. FM. It's launching November 4th, guys. Free world.fm. Uh, go check it out. Um, and make sure you, you do that. Free thinkers in the, in the chat, everybody in the chat. Uh, love you guys. All right. We're getting up out of here. Uh, thank you for all the support. Everybody that tipped. Thank you so much. Uh, we didn't even ask for them. We appreciate it. Um, and, and that's it. We're getting up out of here today. Uh, usual suspects, infinite fringe.podbeam.com. Uh, number six TMP. You guys know the deal. All right. Tone, play us out. Don't burn the place down while it. we're down. Bye. Warming up. Boom. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, I'm taking a minute. I want to say, hold on, hold on.